Hey, I just want to take a minute to talk about my sponsor, Jean's Apothecary. I had Casey Jean on my show the last two episodes. If you haven't listened to those, have a listen. Casey Jean is so knowledgeable and amazing when it comes to helping to support and love on our nervous system. And a great way to do that is through her products, which are tea, body butters, body oil, all those awesome things. She even has like eye pillows. She has classes that she even offers, like virtual classes. She has bath salts. She's got a lot of stuff. She even has like some seasonal things that come through. Like during the winter, she had a really good hot cocoa. She's got some summer things coming up, I'm sure, very, 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 very soon. So head on over to jeansapothecare.com. Get yourself some tea. And I know that the spring and summertime are coming. And I'm going to talk more about this maybe in the future episode. But I know it's kind of like not fun to drink hot tea when it's hot. But this is what I do. And I do this in the winter too. I cold brew her tea. And that sounds really complicated, but it's not. All you do is take her tea, maybe like two teaspoons, put it in a mason jar or some kind of, you know, something that you can put a lid on it. Let it sit overnight in cold water. Next day, just filter it out. I usually take like a colander, something with like really small holes and just pour it back into some other cup. Cold brew. You got your ice cubes, put it right in. Delicious. So, so good. My husband, Rich, loves it. I make him the cold brew teas and he absolutely loves it because he's more like a coffee guy um, and he, he loves it. He thinks it's great. Do yourself a favor. Head on over to jeansapothecare.com. I have the link in the show notes. Get yourself some tea. Don't forget, you get 10% off with the code YOGAMOSHPIT, all lowercase letters. And thank you so much. Thank you, Casey Jean. Peace out. This is the Yoga Mosh Pit Podcast, a space for all things yoga, for misfits and unconventional folks, music, weird shit, life shit, metaphysical and spiritual shit, deep feelings and emotions, and how to be as well as we can be while the world oftentimes sucks and makes no fucking sense. I am Caitlin, a 200-hour yoga teacher, corporate wellness provider, and self-proclaimed metalhead. If this sounds like your jam, you have full permission to rock out with your chakras out. Hey, everybody. It's Caitlin. Sorry if that was very loud. I never really know how far away I'm supposed to be from this microphone. And if I'm blowing your head off, I apologize. Um, <clears throat> so my voice is a little raspy today. I'm not sick, but it's just like so dry today because like yesterday was raining. We had a thunderstorm. I don't think we actually got a thunderstorm, but it was on the radar. Like I know New Jersey, I think, got some stuff in the city. But now it's freezing. It's like it goes from like these crazy extreme weathers of like tornado to like the Siberia. I don't, it's just crazy. So if you're feeling aches and pains and you feel all over the place, just blame the weather. I'm dry as fuck right now. But anyway, welcome to the Yoga Mosh Pit Podcast. My name is Caitlin and I'm here to rock your world. Um, not really, but if I do, that's cool. So anyway, I would like to take a moment to just acknowledge what's going on in the world right now between the Ukraine and Russia. Um, I think it would be like irresponsible of me to not even acknowledge it. It's heavy. It's fucking crazy. I'm scared. Who knows what this could lead to? I'm not an alarmist, so I'm not. I'm going to stop there. But my heart goes out to everybody over there. I'm hoping this will end soon, and I hope that this can just end. No more. No more lives need to be taken. This is just. Did this need to happen? No. But then moving on to the meat of the show. You know, I just want to take a second just to talk about 
what's been going on in my life in case anybody cares. Um, I recently actually started figure skating again. I used to figure skate. I used to compete. I was decent at it. I loved it. It was a huge part of my life. Um, it was one of those scenarios where I was like skating hours and hours a day, doing off ice training where like, you know, you just kind of condition yourself doing jumps off the ice, doing running, doing all these things, doing choreography lessons, doing like ballet stuff. Yeah. So it was a big part of my life for a while. And then I think once I started getting into my teenage years and realized I was not going to go to the Olympics, I decided to take a different direction. And that's when I started my metal band. Plus, I just felt like there were a lot of hands in my figure skating pot of like, it was becoming more of a chore and an obligation rather than something I wanted to do. And once I feel like I've lost sort of say in the matter of what I'm doing, I check out. I'm like, nope, if the, I can't do this in my way, in my condition, like, no, this isn't, I got it. I'm, I'm done. So that's when I started my heavy metal band. But I started to skate a little over a month ago. Uh, the Olympics definitely inspired me. And, you know, that's a whole shit show of a story in itself. But, you know, the figure skating was the thing I was focused on. You know, I started to ice skate because it was something I used to do. And now that I have my own business, I have extra time. And I'll be honest, you know, I've kind of allowed myself to be like too much of a homebody during the pandemic because, you know, I was just like, look, if you want me to stay home, I'm happy to oblige. But then I just got a little too comfortable. I was feeling a little bit like just in a funk, like right before I started to skate. I'm like, you know, I'm tired. I have no motivation. Like what's going on? Like I I'm showing up for all of my clients and I'm like so happy to teach and all these things. But then when I'm off duty, I guess I would just be kind of like lounging on the couch, watching TV, which of course I love, but this was different. Like this was just kind of like, I didn't want to do shit. Like I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to like feed myself. You know, I'm not trying to like say it in any kind of anorexic way. I'm just kind of like, oh, I don't even want to cook. I don't want to clean. I don't want to do shit. I am done working for the day and I'm back on the couch. And it wasn't the same thing where when I was working in the city and I was exhausted and I'm just like, yeah, I am gone 14 hours a day. I'm going home, sitting on the couch, kiss my ass. This was different. This was kind of like, you know, I didn't really have much else to fill my day. So it just turned into like, all right, we'll go home, watch, binge watch something, which I, of course, in a normal circumstance, it's fine. But I think I was just taking it too far. And I kind of checked in on myself. And I'm like, you know, what's going on? Am I depressed? And I'm like, not really. Like, I'm not no more than I should be. Let's just put it that way. It's not like there's a lot of things in this entire world to be like, jumping for joy about necessarily. Because I think like, you know, what did we just lift the mask mandates and all these things? Like, you know, we're just starting maybe to maybe to come out of this pandemic. Although, just when we think we're out, we're pulled back in. So it's a total mind fuck. So for having like maybe low levels of like, I don't want to say depression, but just being like, ugh, maybe that's the best way to describe just ugh. So I'm like, you know, no, I'm not depressed like that. I am kind of tired. I am just a little bit like sluggish. I was like, I got to do something like this is what's happening. And then I just was watching the Olympics and I was like, you know, why can't I do that still? Like, why can't I just go get back on the ice? I have my skates. Why don't I just do it? And I did. I put my skates on and I just went out there. And then I kind of like looked at my skates and I was like, hmm, I would love to get a new pair of skates. 
next session, I get out there, new boots, and I felt great. I've actually gotten back into some of my jumps. I'm getting better at my spins. So I'm super happy about it. I know that was a long story. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, But the point of this episode today is to kind of talk about something a little bit. I get really excited to talk about it, and I might even get into like ranty. So if I kind of start getting loud, which I don't, I may not get loud, but I might get a little passionate. Let's put it that way. Yoga myths and misconceptions. Again, my favorite topic, especially as a yoga teacher, there's things people say about why they can't do yoga. This is kind of like that theme. This is going to be a multi-episode series because there's a few that I'd like to go over, but I want to try to keep these episodes a little bit shorter. The first yoga myth that I would like to address today, which this is where I might get a little bit passionate, and it's not anger. Trust me. It's just that it's something people say a lot that I don't want to say it makes me roll my eyes in like, ugh, like you peasant or anything like that, or just like, I think I'm better. Not at all. Because if anything, when they say this, I'm like right with them. And here it is. People think that you can't do yoga or they say, I can't do yoga because I am not flexible. Mm. Mm. Okay. This is like, that stops me in my tracks when people say that. And I'm like, guess what? Neither am I. Okay. People automatically assume that all people who do yoga are flexible. They can do splits. They can stand on their head. They can do all these crazy things, you know, get the backs of their feet to touch feet to touch the back of their head, you know, reach back and pull their foot over their head, like all these crazy acrobatic things. No, because I can't do that. I'm a yogi. I teach yoga. I do yoga. I've been doing yoga for a while. Still can't do a split. Okay. I am not flexible. Even when I was a figure skater. So I can't even be like, or if people try to say, oh yeah, but you used to ice skate. So that's probably why you're good at yoga. No, there's two completely different things, first of all. And second, I wasn't even a flexible ice skater. And maybe that was to my detriment. Who knows? But I focused on other things when I skated. I was really good at spinning and I like jumps and I like footwork. But with yoga, I become more flexible doing it. But can I do a split? No. I did try. I've mentioned this before for months and months and months. And I pushed myself, which is terrible, to do a split. And I never, I mean, okay, I'm be gross. Never got the push to the floor. I got close, but it just never happened. And then right when I was like, I'm almost there, I tore a muscle or something. I pulled something. I didn't actually go to the doctor. Maybe I should have. But I felt a little, you know, that snap. I'm going to throw up. Something snapped. I was like, ah, what is that? When I came out, I was okay. And I wasn't like walking around in pain. But then certain other yoga poses I did after that, like my warrior two, my standing uh, king dancer or whatever, which is kind of like, I mean, people can do where they bring their foot over their head. I wasn't quite there. But it was kind of like that. It's kind of like standing on one leg and taking your other foot behind you and just lifting it up. Couldn't do that. I couldn't basically like put any real weight on that leg that kind of required like my inner thigh. I used to really like doing this pose called Birds of Paradise. Please just Google that. I can't even explain how that's done. But I couldn't do that anymore. And I was like, oh my God, like was trying to do a split and like doing it for the gram really fucking worth it? No. 
thankfully around that time I started doing yoga teacher training. So a lot of my after work time was devoted to like studying to become a teacher. So I wasn't doing that much yoga. So I, it, I kind of allowed it to heal a bit, but I never attempted to do a split again. Now that's not to say I don't like get into a split position. I just don't go into a split. I go as far as I can. I use blocks. I bend one of my knees and that's just my way of stretching the hamstrings. I'm not trying to do a split anymore because frankly, and something I've kind of discovered is like my body probably just is not meant to do that. However, and this can, I can sort of like compare back to when I was figure skating. I can, well, maybe not today because I haven't done it in a while, but I've put my focus somewhere else. I was like, what do I like? What can I do? What's like my, my jam? My jam was arm balances, doing the crow, side crow, this thing called Ekapada Kundanyasana, I think it's called. I don't remember what that is in the English translation, but it's basically like, hmm, how can I explain this? It's almost like you're in a, I can't explain it. I cannot explain it. It's just the weirdest thing. You're basically balancing your upper body on both of your elbows while one of your legs is kind of coming out, going over your foot, your, your tricep. I can't see, like, I just can't explain it. I don't even teach that because that's really advanced and like ridiculous. So I can't even cue it for you to make it make sense. It's pretty cool. And I really liked doing that. And I had to work a really like long time to get there. It's like a lot of planks, a lot of, a lot of like arm, back and core stuff. I actually ended up getting into a headstand, which I did discover you're not actually standing on your fucking head. It's really about like your forearms, another thing. So it was a lot of like upper body shit. And I was really happy because I never had upper body strength ever. I think the most like I could do like the chin up, but not the pull up, you know, like where you're, you kind of turn your hands differently. Not a fan. I still to this day can't even do push ups. Like, and I know that sounds so weird because since I had such great upper body strength with yoga, push ups was just so different. I don't know what the hell that was about, but I'm still not a big push up person. But I just was like, okay, splits and like doing acrobatic shit to me personally is really not the point of yoga. For me, the point of yoga is feeling good. It's about reducing my stress, it's about being healthy, it's about, I don't know, lowering your heart rate. It's about, you know, I have a ton of anxiety. You can probably hear it in my voice right now. I get anxious when I do these things, but you know, it's 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 helped me manage. I'm not going to say overcome. I've used overcome in the past and I apologize. Like that's not really accurate. I don't think anybody can really overcome anxiety or overcome what I was going through, which was my hypochondria slash health anxiety. I've just been able to really manage it, manage it really well. So like sometimes you're like, oh, I overcame it. But Sometimes it sneaks up on you and you're like, fuck. So I just try to say, look, I'm managing it, okay? Okay. Like it fucking comes back. But with yoga, it's like I have less episodes. I have less time where I'm like staying in the house, too afraid to come outside, or I'm avoiding everybody, or I'm drinking too much, or I'm sleeping too much. Like that's where yoga really helps me. Doing a split is not going to make me not have anxiety, okay? And the flexible part, again, People say, I don't do yoga or I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible. Another, like, I guess part B to that, people will say, I don't do yoga because I can't touch my toes. Okay. Why can't you touch your toes? Try to touch your toes. If you're listening and you're not driving, 
and maybe you're home, try to touch your toes. Okay, maybe you made it, right? But if you didn't make it, can I tell you something? Can you bend your knees like a lot? Do it again. Now try to touch your toes, bend your knees. You just touched your toes. Bend your knees. I preach this like it's like my life's mission. Bend your knees. Most of us have tight hamstrings, right? My hamstrings are like as tight as, I don't even know, tight as fuck. Also, like maybe you have really long legs. Maybe you have a longer body. Maybe you have shorter arms. Maybe that like, you know, if you try to bend down and reach for your toes with straight legs, you you may not make it. Some people can, and that's because they're super duper like, maybe they've worked on their flexibility or they're just naturally flexible. I am not. I bend my knees. And then, you know, I'm, I don't practice yoga as often as I can, but when you do more yoga, you become more flexible. I sound like a broken record, but you might notice over time, like you don't need to bend your knees as much. Plus, if people are, I see this all the time too, which is a big mistake. When people try to touch their toes, they're bending their back, like they're rounding their back. They're letting their shoulders unplug. They're reaching down. That's something I used to do. And I look back at old pictures and I wonder why my spine hurt. I'm like, oh my God, like this is why my back is killing me. So when you're bending down, a lot of like, a lot of yoga poses are primarily bending from your waist. Something I like to explain to people as far as like using your knees and using your hips is imagine like your upper body is like a totem pole or like a tree trunk, like it can't move, right? When you're bending your knees and allowing you to forward fold, reaching down for your toes from your hips, you're keeping your spine straight. So you're like lengthening your spine to reach down for your toes while bending your knees, bending from your hips. You're going to touch your toes. I think there's just such a misconception that you need to keep your legs completely straight with not just touching your toes, but with a lot of stuff. But I do say it a lot. And sometimes I feel like I'm, you know, being annoying, but I think they appreciate it because I think we have it in our heads that like we have to be these like super flexible, can't bend your knees or that's cheating. No, bend your knees because first of all, you want to save your joints. Like you don't want to do anything in an activity like yoga that's going to cause pain or harm. So bending your knees and being really gentle on your joints will just like allow you to do yoga for much longer. Something I had to freaking get over myself. I'm not acting like I knew this coming into the game. Like I said, I have old pictures and videos of myself, especially like if I'm sitting on the floor and I have my legs out in front of me and I'm trying to touch my toes that way, I would do it all from my back. And then later on in the day, I'd be with the heating pad and I'm like, I'm in so much pain. Like literally, like if you could touch like your vertebrae and your spine, like the mid back, that's where I felt the pain. And my yoga teacher goes, bend your knees. And I'm like, what do you mean bend my knees? My legs are on the floor. She goes, yeah, bend your knees. Bring your thighs closer to your belly. Bend at your hips. Fucking game changer. Sometimes it's the little things in life that just, ah, just take everything into perspective and just are like, wow, what a change. What a difference. Like I can do anything now. So yeah, I just want to wrap up this first one. Like I said, I'm not trying to like make these episodes really long. So when people say, if you caught yourself saying this, I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible. 
you don't have to be flexible. And part two, you will become flexible over time. Will you be able to do a split? Maybe. Maybe not. That's not really the point. You know, like, if you do have a split goal, if you think, like, maybe physically you can get there, go go right ahead. I'm not here to tell you what your yoga practice is supposed to be. But don't let it stop you from doing yoga if you don't get to that point. Don't assume, oh, I can't do splits, so I can't do yoga. I've had people say, I can't stand on my, I can't do a handstand. I can't do a handstand either. I can't. I cannot do a handstand. I am, I've tried. Um, I'm afraid. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie, and and that's not that's not something I want to focus on. So there's so many different avenues of yoga that you can focus on. You can do Yin, which is basically like stretching and breathing, and I'm totally sim- oversimplifying that. It's a much deeper practice, but it's very 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 low impact, and it's really geared on like loosening your muscles. There's restorative, where basically what you know you could just upon first glance. You're sitting or laying down on a bunch of pillows, but it's basically doing resting. It's you're resting. It's a restorative. Let's say you have a very, very busy life. You're running around the city. You're a mom. You're this, you're that. You're like somebody who's just like, go, go, go all the time. I would suggest try restorative because it's very beneficial to take some time to slow down. A lot of times we think like, let's do the faster yoga because I want to get into shape. And yes, you can do that. I'm not going to ever deprive you of that. But there's also a time and a place where you need to just stop and rest. So restorative. Perfection. Let me tell you now, if anybody who's listening comes at me and says, I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible, I'm going to tell you what time it is. It's going to, I'm not going to hurt you. Don't worry. But you know, I'm going to, we're going to have this conversation again. So Trust me, you can do yoga. All right, so we're going to wrap up this episode. I have a ton more yoga myths and misconceptions to come, and I'll, you know, do a couple of those on the next few episodes. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave me a review, some comments, either on Spotify or Apple Music. You can send me a DM and just let me know if any of these things resonated to you at Caitlin J. Schneider on Instagram. You can send me an email at info at caitlinredyoga.com. So stay tuned for next time. We'll be going over more things. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one. Bye-bye.